0: Thank you, King's Church, for having me here back again after two and a half years. It's a real pleasure to see you. Uh, I hope you remember me. And uh, I thank the leaders here as well for um, inviting and um, coming to India and seeing the work back in India. Even though we come from different places, but we serve, we serve the same God. And God is active. Everywhere, all around the world. Today I'm going to share about being a prayer altar. How can we be the prayer altars? There are different levels of prayer. Jacob prayed and he opened the heavens. When Elijah prayed, he brought the showers of rain. When Isaiah prayed, he saw the visions. Prayers open heaven. Can you repeat with me? Prayers open heaven. heaven. When we read about Jacob in Genesis 28, we saw that he went to a certain place and there he saw a dream where the heavens were open. But it was interesting for my own research Why Jacob a sinner When he had deceived his brother When he went to a certain place How come The heavens were opened What was the reason behind it Well the thing was Many years ago His grandfather Abraham Wherever he went, he raised an altar, he ministered to the God, he covenanted that place to God. It was during, it was because of his grandfather, Abraham, that wherever he went, he made an altar in that land. Why? Because he knew that an altar can change the spiritual atmosphere. He knew that he was not fighting against the flesh and blood. But he was fighting against the principalities of darkness. So wherever he went. He placed an altar. He ministered to the Lord. He covenanted that place. It is speaking to you and me as well. It was not because Jacob saw suddenly an open heaven. No. Because it was his grandfather. Who had made an altar. He had made an altar. Listen. Even though we live in Manchester, you and I can become the praying altar. We can become a praying altar. In the New Testament, the altar is not a specific geographical location. No. But it is our hearts. We are the living stones. We are. We carry the presence of God. God. We can become the praying altars of a region, of a certain place. I remember a person who came to our church. He was saying that whenever he drove in his region in his car in the in the roundabouts in a special junction, he could feel the spiritual atmosphere of darkness. He could see the 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 power of darkness ruling over that area, and he said that in every roundabout, in every junction, he'll. He sent out his people of the church and he said just go there and pray before God. Sanctify that land. sanctify that place. And as they began to grow and they began to see. They saw that there were many HIV AIDS patients in that places. But when those people went and began to pray before God. Slowly, slowly the patients, HIV, HIV AIDS patients became so low in that places. Many times we don't feel that we can also become the praying altars of God. My dear people of God, you and I, if God has placed us in specific region, in specific areas, it is just so that we can become the praying altars of God. Because prayer touches heaven. Prayer touches heaven. When we work, we work. But when we pray, God works. Many a times we don't see the result because we work. We work on our own strength. We work that we can do good things for us. But no, my dear brothers and sisters, it is not so. Because if we work, if we pray and work, God will do his work. What does prayer does? Prayer gives us boldness. Prayer gives us boldness. Let me show, give you an example. As I told you, we are the praying altars. There was a certain boy, young man, just near the airport church, the church where, where I lead. A young man named Manjot. He loved birds. Especially he loved his parrots. And one day, his parrot died. It was just two days ago. So we were conducting some open air meetings there. And so this young Um, uh, The church neighbor who was also a Christian She invited, she went to Manjot and she said Manjot can you come for the meeting He said no I can't come Because my parrot has died I love birds But my parrot has died I don't want to come She said don't worry We'll go to the meeting And we will see a miracle So he came to the meeting He came to the meeting That lady And Manjot did not tell me They never shared why he has come, that his parrot has died. And I felt also very strange. If he had ever told me, what what should I pray for him? But you know, God answers the prayer. It is just the praying altar, the presence of God. He came in the meeting. He worshipped God for the first time. And he said, Jesus, if you are true God, when I go back home, my parrot should come alive. He came back home. Guess what could have happened? His parrot came alive. After two days, his parrot came alive. He came to the church next Sunday. He said, I want to give my life to Jesus because parrot saved my life. (laughs) But we didn't pray for him. What happened? It was just the presence of God That touched him. That touched him. It's two years now. He's a very active member of the church. When we. When God has placed us in specific places. You know what? God can change the spiritual atmosphere. God can change the spiritual atmosphere. Abraham knew. That. Why people behave contrary to God's ways because it has everything to do with the spiritual atmosphere. He understood that I need to change the spiritual atmosphere so that the ways of the people may be changed. So that the hearts of the people may be changed. We have seen a lot of people coming in our church. There are three gangster, famous gangster families in our church but they, they do not know each other. The husbands are in jail but the families are in the church. We also do not tell to anyone that they belong to this so and so gangster families. Why? What happened? No one told. No one told them. But it is just the neighbors when they went and prayed for them. As uh, Dave was showing that uh, flyer. In giving an invitation. Just an invitation. But they received Jesus in their hearts. They receive Jesus in their hearts. If When we see them we say if God can change them, God can change anyone. If God can change them, God can change anyone. How? What was the reason? It was nothing else but it was just the prayers. I encourage you to become the praying altars of God. I feel very fascinated when we read the Bible. Recently I completed my series, uh, the sermon series on the 12 tribes of Israel. I was very uh, fascinated by this verse. Can you please turn with me. The book of Genesis. Chapter 49. Verse 27. Genesis chapter 49 verse 27. It is written. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning he shall devour the prey. And at night he shall divide the spoil. It It is written. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. But if you look carefully, in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, there were two people who acted like ravenous wolf from the same tribe of Benjamin. First one was King Saul. He was from Benjamin tribe. Benjamin tribe. This Saul was against King David. He went against David. He wanted to kill David. And in the New Testament, if you read Colossians, it is written about... uh, a soul who became Paul he said that I am a Pharisee and I come from Benjamin tribe but you know what even thou soul of New Testament was a ravenous wolf he persecuted the church he persecuted the church he tortured the church but it was a vision of Jesus on the road of Damascus that changed him It was just the vision of Jesus that can change a ravenous wolf. Benjamin, you are a ravenous wolf. Nothing can change you, but it is just the vision of Jesus. There are many ravenous wolves in our streets, in our areas, in our land. Nothing can change them. But who can change? It's only and only the vision of Jesus. It's just the vision of Jesus. That can change their lives. Hallelujah. Benjamin means. Son of right hand. Son of right hand. It's very interesting to see. When Rachel. Benjamin's mother died. She died. And her husband Jacob buried her. In Bethlehem. She wanted to name her son Benoni. That means son of sorrow. But Jacob said, no, I will name him Benjamin, that is, son of right hand. Isn't it interesting to see if we link it with the New Testament, Jesus? For Mary, before getting married, she was going to give birth and for her, it may become the son of sorrow. But for for God, Father, he was not a son of sorrow, he was the son of right hand. Why come? Because when Jesus died and he rose again, he sat at the right hand of God. That's right. He sat at the right hand of God. Wherever you read about Jesus, he died, he rose again, and he's seated at the right hand of God. But there is only one instance in the Bible where Jesus is not sitting at the right hand of God, but he's standing. You know where? It is in Acts chapter 7, verse 55-56. When Stephen... Listen to me very carefully. When Stephen, when he was persecuted, he saw the heavens being opened and he said, I see Jesus standing at the right hand of God. He did not see Jesus seated, but he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God. What does that mean? When the people of God suffer, Jesus does not sit there. He stands with you. He stands with us. He is, of course, seated at the right hand of God, interceding for us. Yes, that is right. But when his people suffer, he does not sit, but he stands with us. Today I received the prophetic word. I don't know. As she said, I don't know. But someone is there who's going through struggles. And Dave and Philippa, uh, Philippa, she, uh, she took that word, I know. He knows us. Interestingly if you read in Revelation chapter 2 There is a persecuted church The church of Smyrna The spirit of God says I know your works, your tribulation, your poverty Interestingly the word Knowing is not knowing by chance Not knowing by far But it is written I know That means I know through experience oida! The Greek word is oida That says I know through experience All your pain I know through experience. My dear people of God. It is a challenge. And it is a a call for each one of us. Let us become the praying altars. If God has called us in this generation. If God has called us for a specific purpose. If he has placed you in certain places. It is nothing else. But it is just the grace of God. But he has called you for a purpose to to release many people who are under the bondages. To release them from the bondage of sin. Can you be a praying altar? I remember our 21 days of fasting we did not start it just like anything but we saw a paper cutting. A small paper cutting. There was a paper cutting in which it was written somewhere in the world. A man used to a man pitched a tent in the fields and he felt an urge from God that he should fast for 21 days. So he put the flyers and put the banners that I'm going to fast for 21 days. If any one of you can come and join me, you can come. He could not see anyone for the first few days. He was praying alone, fasting. But slowly, as the days went by, it became an event. It became an event. Slowly people began to flock. They began to see the healings. They began to see the redemption. And it became an event. We became very enthusiastic, fascinated when we read, when we read that. We said, well, if it can happen in the other part of the world, God can do here also. Because he is the same yesterday, today and forever. He's God of all human beings. So we started. Now it's a prayer event. It's an event. We all church look for this 21 days of prayer and fasting. My dear people of God. What your tears cannot do. Your prayers can do. Your prayers can do. Listen. How does eagle fight with the serpent? Eagle never fights with serpent on the ground. Why? Because ground is the strength area of serpent. Eagle takes the serpent up on high. And he throws from there. That is eagle's position of strength. That is our position of strength. We can never fight the enemy on the ground. We can never fight the devil in which he is strong. But we need to go up. We need to go in our position. Know your position. Know your position. When we are in Christ, devil is in crisis. When we are in Christ, the devil is in crisis. Know your position in prayer. That we are the child of God. We are the child of God. God has called us to pray. To pray high. To go up in the spiritual level. To fight the devil. If you are going to fight the devil in this earth. On this level. You are not going to win. You will never win. If you are going to fight the addiction. You can do lots of programs. But you can never win. You can never win. Be like Abraham. Who made a praying altar first. Because he understood. If I change the spiritual realm. The earthly realm can also be changed. The behaviors can be changed. People's heart can be changed. What you cannot do. God can do everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are the praying altars. Carriers of the presence of God. Presence of God will give you. Boldness Let me explain to you In one or two minutes When we read in Acts chapter 2 We read there were 120 people Right Who were gathered together And suddenly the spirit of God Came like a rushing wind Peter stood up With boldness Then I imagined Why 120 God Why not 119 Why not 121 Why only 120 But it was a prophetical verse. If you read 2nd Chronicles chapter 5. Solomon. When he finished the temple. He he called out the Levites. The singers and musicians. You know how many were they? 120. If you read 2nd Chronicles chapter 5. There were 120 people. But. When they praised God. It is written. These 120 people could not sing they could not minister why the presence of god came there the presence of god was so mighty they could not do anything the age of flesh was over the age of spirit had started it was prophecy it was a prophecy of the new testament it is not by your strength but my spirit will do everything for you that is what i said when we work we work but when we pray God works. Can we say, can we repeat? Can you repeat with me? When I work, I work. work, work. But when I pray, God will work. work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? God is good. I encourage you more and more to pray. To pray for us as well. To pray for your brothers and sisters. To pray for your Manchester City. To pray for your area identify the problems there and say to God Lord I want to be the praying altar of my region, of my city of my place Lord I may not preach I may not bring anyone but let I be a praying altar so that many things may come to Christ Hallelujah Shall we all close our eyes and pray to God Father God in heaven, we thank you for this wonderful time. You are good. Your mercy endures forever. Lord, we have seen in your word that prayer touches the heaven. Prayer opens the heaven. By sitting on earth, we can touch heaven. The ordinary touching the extraordinary glory. Lord, at this time we pray before you. We are ordinary vessels before you, O Lord. We are not worthy. We are very ordinary, but we know that we carry your presence. We carry your presence. Help us to become the praying altars of our city. To fight the darkness. To fight the works of the devil. To overrule, because you have called us to rule and reign over the earth. Help us to understand our position so that our condition can change. Many a times we do not understand our position. So our conditions remain the same. Devil reminds us of our condition. But Lord help us to remind ourselves our position. So that the conditions may change of our family. So the conditions may change of our working place. So the circumstances of the city may change O Lord, Lord I pray. Unsettle us. Unsettle us. Many a times we, we want the rest in our hearts. But Lord, I pray this time, unsettle our hearts. We want to see our city being saved. We want to see our people being saved. We want to see the church being growing, O oh Lord. For that, unsettle our hearts. Unsettle our minds. Help us to become praying altars. Help us to become praying altars. So that the coming generations. May see the open heavens. They may see the dreams. They may see the vision. They may see the presence of God. That they may feel. This is the place where God lives. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. For the wonderful things that you are doing. All around the world. Thank you for the King's Church. Who have partnered with us. In this gospel O Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, thank you. Thank you very much for praying for us and partnering us in the gospel. God is doing wonderful things in India. We have uh, seen a clip. And uh, thank you very much for praying for us and helping us. The Missionary Bible School, please do pray. This is the first year. And there are 11 students. We look more in the coming days as well. Please do pray for us. Thank you very much. Thank you, Richard.